one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello, everyone. It is the Instant Match Reaction Show. I am Paul Machen. That man right there is Chris Pajak. Liverpool beat Midget Lions. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. I'm like, I can't hear you. Yeah. <laughs> it's the noise cancelling headphones I've got in. <laughs> There you go. Yeah, there we go. The COVID ear. Um, yes, um, it's uh, yeah. Liverpool beat Midgetland uh, to nil. Um, what can I say? Type it. The beautiful thing about this game, Chris, and we don't, we don't know this right now because we're still we're still recovering from what was a pretty pretty dire game of football at times. Um, is that we won't remember this when we're looking back on the season? When we're looking back on how Liverpool, however Liverpool's season went down. No one will ever talk about this game again, other than maybe you might look back on Jota scoring Liverpool's ten thousandth goal of all, that's of all it, time. That, even that's fucking overspoken about, isn't it? No one like the amount of people I've heard today say in different situations. Well, who scored the other landmark goals? It, it doesn't matter in the grand scheme mm-hmm. of things. And what matters to me is that Jota's managed to score three goals for us so far. I had Ross research that, by the way, but carry on. Did you really? <laughs> there you go. But I don't think it matters because no one cares. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, if it mattered, you'd know. You know what I mean? So, but Jota scored three goals in his Liverpool career so far, and that's what matters. And I was saying on the um, on the player rating show, but when I went back and looked at Jota and his goals from Wolves last season, I kept seeing time and time again. I think I said it to you at the time. He's always in space at the back stick, mm. like a Maxi Rodriguez, except much more closer, to, much closer to the goal. And he found himself in that position again tonight, yep. and he looked so much more dangerous on that left hand side second half for me. Yep. You know, I, I think the the attack was pretty poor. And I don't really think we ever gave them a chance. It seems to be five minutes here, five minutes there, five minutes up front, see if it works. And it never really did. And the midfield and the attack just weren't good enough tonight. And, you know, yes, that's down to Jürgen and his team selection, but also it's more than just tonight's game we were playing for there. Mm-hmm. You know, you're planning for the weekend. You're planning for a big game against Atalanta next week as well. So it's understandable, but it's no less disappointing for it being understandable. Yeah, I just, uh, yeah, this this feels to me like very much like the kind of game where in any normal world, you just, we, we you know, we wouldn't really have much to say about this. There's not loads to say about it, you know. I mean, there's plenty, we can talk, we can't, what I mean is, you can, we can drill into the individual performance, which we're not going to do in this show. We'll be done on the final word show tomorrow. Um, it, it, it's what kind of saying at the top, it's just a solid win in, in, in the Champions League. I suppose that, like, we don't win, we don't normally win our opening two games of the Champions League. We've set ourselves up there. I was talking about, last week, about 12 points is guaranteed last 16. Guaranteed last sixteen. Well, we're halfway there, and in all, and and this this result and performance and all that is provided. The context of this is provided by the weekend game at at West Ham. If Salah, Firmino, and Mane all come in, and even Jota play, 
and we play well and they play well and we score goals and we play good football and we get three points. Or regardless, we get regardless if we just get three points, it's not who's asked because this is just it's a fucking results game at the moment. We see look how crazy the results are. Look at Real Madrid and Real Madrid start in the Champions League. Look at Man City start in in the Premier League and tell me that we can't that we were meant to be upset by not putting perfect performances out. It doesn't it doesn't wash with me. No, but I think for me, you know, there's disappointments in the the performances that we saw from some players that really should have been knocking on the door there mm-hmm. tonight, Paul and you know, I think other than Diogo Jota from the front players, you not think that, that, that for me, there's a chance for Minamino to go. All right, people think Bobby's in poor form. Now it's now it's time to knock on the door and say, "Boss, yeah, I'm ready." That performance from Minamino didn't suggest to me that he was ready no. to put Bobby under any pressure. What it did suggest is maybe you can play Salah in the nine if you're concerned, mm-hmm. and maybe you can play shots on the left and Marley on the right because we're yeah. getting an end product out of him at the moment. Well, let's do the Minamino thing because I'm seeing loads of talk about him in the in the comments live now. That what you're saying is right. That performance today didn't make me think he's ready to start ahead of Bobby Firmino. But a week ago, we were talking about 60 poor minutes from Bobby Firmino, 30 really good minutes from Minamino, and saying Minamino might actually be a much better option. Then Firmino scores at the weekend, and Benamino then puts in a poor performance, and now it's all shifted. It's it's like we've got a squad, and some players are up, and some players are down, and some players are better than others. Firmino's better than Takumi Minamino, he is. He is. And, and until the point where he's not good enough to be at Liverpool, and at the point we'll know that he's, he, he's had all we're going to get out of him kind of thing. Bobby Firmino's world-class and Taki Minamino isn't. Does that mean that that's always so? No, absolutely not. It just feels like this is just as the wind's blowing at the moment. Um, I think I've seen a lot of discussion between the Origi performance and Minamino performance. And even, like, I, I, I can't be asked to go on in on Div- Divock Origi for two reasons. We said before the game, we've seen all we're ever going to see out of Divock. And that doesn't mean he can't maintain the, the brilliant level that he was at. He can't get back to that and still be really useful for us. It just means that we know Divock inside and out. We've had him a very long time. He's been at this club for years now. And we've seen lots of different things from him, but we know what we, he's a known entity. Minamino's still not. Minamino is still a lad who's still adapting, who's still getting better, still, still coming into this team. And I've seen enough positive things from Minamino that I know that he'll get. He, there's more to come. Because I've seen, I've seen more, more from him already. But on the Divock thing, also, anyone who's looking to slag Divock Origi off, hasn't played. You know, he's not even made, didn't make the bench at the weekend. Like, and he's come in and played in this game, and he has struggled, and he has looked a bit off. He actually looked a bit better for 15 minutes playing centre forward when he was holding the ball up and being quite strong. I could see a little bit more of what he was. <sighs> it's, it's, it's just a game of footy. No, yeah, I think you know, I'm, I'm not saying that I'm. Saying that Minamino's not good enough to be a Liverpool second, I don't think you're suggesting that I am either. No, I'm react. I'm, I'm just yeah, but, referencing but, other, but, other reactions. But what I am disappointed in is that he's not been able to kick on from that cameo last week, mm-hmm. and and I do think that's down to a, a few factors. To be honest with you, I, I just think that playing that front three in the way that they played and switching them every five minutes didn't really give any of them the platform to shine. And it wasn't until it settled down second half and Jota went back over to the left where you actually saw more of what he's about. Change of formation as well. Minamino's just spent six months learning how to play in a 4-3-3 and we've changed it to a 4-2-3-1. I mean, again, these shouldn't matter because good players shine. Jota's ended up shining. But people are going on about that just just because, again, I feel like I'm actually I'm using this as a platform to bash all the Liverpool players. The performance was crap today. We had one shot on target in the whole in the whole game. This count a penalty, which obviously you know doesn't really count. 
Jota, Jota was fine. Jota wasn't brilliant in that game. He scores a goal, which is all important. He does the thing that you you want people to come on the pitch and do. And I, I, if Taki Minamino scores, I think it papers over a Should lot of sins done. in his performance. Should have done as well. Yeah, yeah, maybe. He, he um, I mean, not as much as Bobby Firmino. <laughs> to, to so, and I tell you what, if fucking if Minamino's might have been harder to miss than Bobby's, yeah. if he gets his foot on the ball, yeah, that's the problem, isn't the, it? The cross from Trent, mm-hmm. and it's fucking three yards out or whatever. He just misses the ball. Yeah. Now Bobby's is unforgivable as well because yeah. he's he's not pressured yeah. it's right to him so different different I think both, pro- both really easy chances for strikers I think Minamino probably finishes the Firmino the Firmino chance he's just it seems a little bit more that way that way inclined from what I've seen even but again it doesn't matter it's a mad situation where again and I, I just just sensing the mood you know what I mean around the moment which is never great at the moment because everyone's mood's fucked but it's um it's fine, you know. It, it's a game, I think, where you've got to look at it. it, it it's not a game that stands on its own. It's a it's a Champions League group game, plonked in in amongst an intensive period of Premier League football where we've preferenced the Premier League games. We play Ajax. It's our, it's a, you know there are again obviously there's on paper uh, by seedings our toughest opponents in, in in this group so far, and we've got the best lads out for sixty minutes, and then we pull them off for an entire half an hour because we're trying to make sure that we're ready for Sheffield United. This game we almost do the flip reverse. It's it's thirty minutes for Salah and Mane, it's fifteen for Bobby Firmino and this because we're trying to get them ready for Aston Villa. Uh, sorry for um, West Ham, Claret and Blue. Um, that gives you the that gives you the context of what this is all about. Not only that, though, we've just won 2 0. <laughs> you know, yeah. not vintage. No, but the pessimists are like, well, they probably should have scored at the end when after Bobby's miss and, and it's 1 0 yeah. and stuff. And, you know, there's things there where you can't say that that was a good performance. And we're not trying yeah. to suggest that it was a good yeah. performance. Liverpool have done what they needed to do there. They've got three points. We should be sitting back and laughing and smiling about it, is kind of my point on this. Is yeah, because... but everyone's pissed off because we've got another injury to a fucking centre half. Yeah. He's not even a centre half. Yeah, well, and, that's and it. it all goes back to the summer of not signing a centre half when everybody <laughs> thought that we needed to sign a centre half. And I mean, look, it is what it is, but you can yeah. still be pissed off about it. Paul. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not saying, but that's that's a different point, isn't it? You know what I mean? I, I don't think that's, you can be annoyed at things that are happening in the game, but. Just but all to... those things lead into something else. Your mood is always, yeah. and, you, and how you view it is all part and parcel. So when Fabinho goes down injured, and you're like, "Fucking hell," that does skew the way you look at things. Yeah, I think I think it's seen as it's seen as causality, and it for 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 a variety of factors, all leading toward towards something as though. Yeah, if we want to play in the Champions League, it means you've got to play more games of football. And if you play games of football, your players are more likely to get injured playing games of football because yeah, they're playing the, more games what of football. The people, what the people in the comments, I think, and, and what you're probably referring to is they're thinking, and I'm not suggesting that this is right, by the way. I'm not suggesting it's wrong either. They're thinking, God, we should have battered them. Because we should have battered them, even with that side. That side should have gone out there and yeah. put four goals in, but we didn't put a performance in. And the lads who should be vying for a spot in the first team didn't put a performance in. That's disappointing, whichever way you cut it. When you've got the likes of, you know, Jota on there who wasn't brilliant but gets a goal, you've got the likes of Minamino, you've got the likes of Divock Rigi. We know they can all play better than that, and yeah. they didn't. Why is that? Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. 
Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Uh, no. That's what people are saying. That's why they're disappointed. Yeah, well, because we, they, they know that those players can put in. We saw Minamino put in a better thirty minutes yeah. last week than he did in sixty this week. Yeah, yeah. I, what I'm, like, yeah, you know, you're right. And I, but this is this is it with everything. It's like shrug. What, what, what do we want? We all what we want to put five perfect. nil wins every week. No, exactly, exactly. Five nil wins and perfect performances every week. Well, shit. Liverpool haven't haven't won the first two fucking group games before, and we've gone on and fucking won the Champions League a couple of times. What normally happens at this time of the season is we drop points in the Champions League, and then maybe we draw in the Premier League. We're not. We're, That's we're, the thing. We're That's the problem, isn't it? Because yeah. you've got to view these games as banks of yeah. games, yeah, absolutely. and it's very difficult to do that when you're talking about individual games. Mm-hmm. Now this. If Liverpool put in a disjointed performance at the weekend, then you look back and go, well, we should have played the fucking first team. If Liverpool put in a great performance at the weekend, you look back and go, wasn't that perfect? That's a better three points for us winning at the weekend. Yeah, exactly. So they all they all go hand in hand. But what I think's funny is people going, "We should have been, we should have been battering them." You know, if the, and I saw one say, if, "If they put, if they, if they were a better team, they'd have battered us." You can't say that. Well, it, well, Klopp wouldn't have played that side. It's fucking exactly. And this is the thing. This is my, this is my kind of point all, all over on this. And you know, it's, it's like going in fucking circles. People can feel how they want to feel about things. We've just won a game of football two 0 And again, I, I can't, I can't predict how people are feeling. But if, if people are annoyed or whatever, I can say, I can say unequivocally, even though I shouldn't be able to. You won't be bothered by this game or this performance or this result, but it's people. I think there's just people, and it's generally just it's late at night, and it's about all these kind of other things that filter into, and maybe losing Fabinho, maybe all these other things. They're seen as negative trends. Um, it's seen as winning, but for me, it's always winning a game of football largely equals good, yeah. particularly at this particularly at this stage of the season, particularly and, and with all listen, the things that's going three on. on the bounce, good, yeah. and we've won three on the bounce since the Van Dijk injury. We, have, and we should we, have won that game in, against Everton as we've well. We've had, and it's just true, some of these things are true for all football clubs, but you know, whatever. Limited pre-season. A lot of our first team players didn't have any pre-season at all due to injuries and whatever. So we're managing all that. We've had. Catastrophic injury to our probably our best player or our joint best player in, in Virgil van Dijk out for the season. So we've been putting a makeshift defence out. Our goalie, best goalie in the world, has been out for a, for a couple of games as well. So we've had our backup goalie, who no one's confident in. In in this, we got beat seven two by Aston Villa, seven two, um, and yet right now we are top of the Champions League group, 
and we're joint top of the Premier League at the moment. So forgive me if it falls on deaf ears. People's complaints that Minamino's not a perfect Bobby replacement now, six games into the season, eight games all told or whatever, you know, um, and everything isn't running smoothly when we're actually almost as well off as we were this time last year. You know, yes, we lost. We lost one more game than we had at this time last year. But points-wise, we're not mild. We're, we're roughly in the same position in the league. We're actually better off in the Champions League than we were. Um, look, it's early doors, isn't it? I mean, you know, and I know. There's there's loads more to come from this team. Everyone's gonna have, but everyone's gonna have good games and everyone's gonna have bad games. You'd rather your second-string team that you're putting out has a bad game and wins than any. You know, Tell than you what any I'd other rather have. A second singles team that doesn't need the first teamers to be played. Yeah, that's what I'd rather have. I'd rather oh, yeah. have the fr- the front three, the Mane, oh, the Salah. What's the only way for the, that to happen? Well, then? they've got to perform better on the pitch. Well, they've got to play first and foremost. You've got to actually put them into games. Yeah, so most they of can these get... lads have had three, four, five appearances yeah, so yeah. far this season, yeah. haven't they? Yeah, so exactly. they, you know, Divock Origi's the one the one outlier there where he's not really played at all, and you can totally understand that. Again, I think it all comes down to the formation and and the way that the players plays. I don't think the midfield. Looks particularly good with Shakiri, although he probably plays the ball of the game. I mean, that ball is absolutely half, unbelievable. And he's much better second half. Uh, that ball for Trent is absolutely world class. Like, and the, and again, I just think, I, do, I just think the front three, just maybe they just needed a little bit more time yeah. in the in their positions. Yeah. And had they had maybe a better midfield behind them, they'd maybe been able to go and play a little bit better. But again, Klopp's, Klopp's decided quite clearly, I think, there that. Hendo's going to get 45 and one album's going to get 45. Oh, and he said it. Yeah, he's he literally said it and said it. That, that was the plan. And Henderson has to stay on and Klopp said, it's the situation, you've got to stay strong. It was a, pre, it was a pre-planned thing to, cha- to change the And that's trust in his players as well. Yeah, yeah. That's trust. Because it would have been quite easy to think, oh, you know what, maybe I will. But he, he knows what he needs to do because that proves to me more than anything that that game is less important to Jürgen than the, than the weekend's game. The point that needs to be made on all this they they got beat 4-0 last week. That would have been a bit embarrassing. You know, the Danish champions, they've had a decent start to the season, all told. You're not, you know, there's no shit teams in the Champions League. We, we do this and we like to be dismissive of various football teams. They played quite well tonight. I thought they played I thought they played well. I thought they defended resolutely. I thought they got men back behind the ball when they needed to. They were very physical in a, a too too physical in, in some ways. They were a bit nasty with it, which again We'd be loving if we were the underdogs going to going up against. You know, we're going three, four years ago. You go into Barcelona and you're like, go ahead, just kick, kick, kick shit out of it. I don't care if you get a booking for booting Messi in the leg. You'd be laughing your head off at it and you'd be made up with it. Um, they they played well. They defended well. And we and we and you come up against a team where they're a team. Doesn't matter at what level they're at, and they're obviously at a decent level because they're playing Champions League football regardless. And there's plenty of other teams that you know get into that and don't get whatever we're playing a disjointed front three that hasn't all oh, front three from four that certainly hasn't hasn't you know if they've played a game together great they've played a game together um and yeah and, and you're in Anfield where 
you've not got a. I mean, remember we beat we beat Red Star comfortably, but we played in a mad atmosphere where they didn't have any fans in the ground, yeah. and it was a really shit atmosphere as a result. And the game was just a bit of a non-entity as a result. That's one of those games where a, a big crowd behind them geez them on, and maybe we do go and kick the shit out of them. Whereas you've got a bunch of lads who don't really know each other in and out, don't really know how they play against a team that's come in and defend them resolutely and don't have a crowd on their backs in stopping them do what they do. Is we're gonna find fucking mad games. Our, our understanding of football, we're still applying our however many years we've been watching football. We're applying this to whatever the fuck it is we're watching at the moment. You said it right at the beginning, Paul. It's a results business, and that's what we've got. That's what we've walked away with tonight. Exactly, and, and that's the thing. All I can tell you about all of my years, ten years of covering Liverpool forensically, and what probably thirty-one as being a football of a football fan of watching football on a pretty consistent basis. Um, all I know, I can apply from that, is that you just need to win as many games of football as possible this season. I can't tell you how you need to go about doing it because everyone else who's supposed to be the shining, there are no shining examples. Who's your shining example? Show me a football team that's doing it better. Bayern. Well, they, what, they took a last-minute fucking goal for them to squeak, to squeak a fucking result tonight again. You know what I mean? They're not doing any. They're not doing much better than what we're doing. And if they are, there's your one. There's your champions of Europe, who are your fucking, who are your example. Most of the teams are probably turning around and look at us and going, Liverpool are, are actually probably on, are, are still on course to win the two biggest honours in Europe without a, without a defence and having only just managed to get a goalie in fucking nets during this time as well. Like, I'd say we're doing, I'd say we're doing all right. Um, right, <laughs> thank you. Um, yes, uh, thank you everyone who's left the comments. Uh, thank you everyone who's subscribed. Thank you to all of our brand new YouTube members as well. There's tons of additional content across all of our platforms the full meat and drink package is available on the redmentv.com where if you like podcast content all of our best content is available in podcast form so you can take it on the go with you in your native podcast and apps the video content's there there's loads of additional features interviews uh, documentaries and more to keep you covered on every aspect of Liverpool Football Club weekly shows and amazing features as well uh, yeah if you want one bonus show it's the weekend final word show uh, that is for YouTube members at tier 2 and tier 3 club captain and club legend and we've also got a whole host of things so if you want to support what we're doing here on the Redmen, you can do anything just as simple as leaving likes or leaving five-star reviews on podcasting apps and we've got a wonderful range of 10-year anniversary merchandise and we've got a book out celebrating the fact that there was a little spell last year with Liverpool were the champions of everything. The second Redmen TV book, Champions of Everything, is available for sale right now. It comes in two editions, the standard edition and the special edition, which comes signed with a custom message of your choice and with a limited edition Redmen TV sticker pack as well. The book is huge. It is A4 size and it's chock full of insight. Photographs uh, from around the world following the mighty Reds who were reigning European champions, who won the Super Cup, who became champions of the world and then capped it all off with a 19th league title becoming champions of England. The book looks at the highs, lows, absolute insanity and bitterness of rival fans and some of the craziness from our own fan base as well along the way. It is available now on the Red Men TV store. Get involved.